So let me thank my awesome sponsor, Gummy Cube. And they ask you this simple question, is your app visible in the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store? That means are people actually finding your app in those app stores? Well, Gummy Cube, I think, are the best resource you can have to optimize your app and increase your search rankings. See how you can increase your revenue with App Store optimization. And to, to learn more, go to www.gummycube.com. That is www.gummycube.com. Thanks, Gummy Cube, for sponsoring the show. This episode is sponsored by Apptentive. They are the experts in mobile customer experiences. Now, don't just take my word for it. Let me read out uh, a quote from Urban Spoon, who are uh, using Apptentive. Apptentive's rating prompts have increased our positive ratings and reviews by over 1,000% and helped us to turn unhappy customers into loyal fans. So if you want to find out more and get a free consultation, go to www.apptentive.com forward slash app guy. That's all lowercase. Uh, and thank you very much, Apptentive, for being an awesome sponsor. My name is Ilya Tabak, and I'm the founder of Edge Up Sports, and you're listening to the App Guy podcast. The App Guy podcast, straight from your host, Paul, the App Guy, sharing his app entrepreneur journey with you for your enjoyment. And now, Paul, the App Guy. Welcome to another episode of the App Guy podcast. I'm your host, it's Paul Kemp, and I have just come back off a, a most amazing time with my family. I've uh, got two kids, uh, twin boys, and uh, we've been living over in Bali, and I am now back here in the UK doing my podcast show. And I wanted to get uh, a really interesting entrepreneur on. It's a first for this show. It's a first. We've never had it before. The first entrepreneur from Malta. Uh, his name is Luke uh, Egus, and he is uh, the co-founder of Childhood. Now, uh, Childhood is um, an app that helps parents. I'm a parent. I was just been, um, you know, I needed this app uh, and uh, just thought it'd be kind of interesting to learn about Luke's uh, journey. So, Luke, welcome to the App Guy podcast. Thank you. Thanks, Paul. Thank you very much. Yeah, so... It's uh, a pleasure talking to you. Uh, just well, describe, you're our first uh, entrepreneur from Malta. What's your view like? Where, where are you working? So, um, previously, before I started working on, on childhood, um, I was actually uh, a web developer. Um, and then uh, what happened is um, I wanted to go into mobile development um, and then suddenly I realized there was this problem. Um, of course, I tried to, to solve this problem. Um, and then that's when childhood um, was born and that's when we started working on it. Well, Luke, I have to say that we had a little pre-chat and you did confess that you haven't listened to any of the show and you're going to. Um, and what I love about this is you've just stumbled across the big uh, the big theme of the show, which is always look for solving problems. And that's the thing I need to get across to people listening to this. It's all about problem solving. So let's, let's talk about the problem you're trying to solve and, and how you're doing it. Yeah, yeah. So actually what happened was um, a couple of months ago I was um, home and uh, my nephew and my niece were like doing silly stuff, you know. Um, and immediately everyone took his smartphone out and they were taking photos and videos and what have you. And then I realized that the mother of these children um, did not have all the photos which were taken at that time. Um, so basically, let's say there were like 20 
20 photos which were taken at, at that instant. And the, the mother only had like five. That is the photos which she took, right? Um, and then she asked um, these, these people, she asked them to share their, their photos. And what happened was um, they were either using Bluetooth, they were either, either um, using Hangouts or WhatsApp or other messaging apps. Um, and then I realized, and that's when, when it hit me, and I realized that this is not a very clean way um, to do stuff. Um, it's not a very clean way to share these, these moments. Um, so that's when I had the idea, that's when I started to brainstorm the idea with a few friends of mine. Um, and then that's when we started to form um, this idea. And basically we came up with, with an app, which is um, a very simple, very simple app. All it does is um, you can take photos or videos um, you can also choose photos or, or videos you have stored on your mobile device. You can store them in the cloud and instantly all the members you give access to can see these photos. So there's no using Bluetooth, there's no using WhatsApp or other, um, or other apps. All the photos are stored in one simple place. You have a simple um, stream of photos which you can access anytime you want. Um, and it does not necessarily have to be just the photos you take, right? Uh, okay, um, so Luke, you're just here, supposed to be enjoying yourself in a, a, a party, uh, but you're thinking of problems and you're building an app. What? What? Yeah. Uh, I mean, what have you done previously that you you kind of led you to that moment of thinking, I've got to build this app? Uh, you know, what, yeah, you must yeah. have some history that, that, that makes you an entrepreneur. Yes, so... Um, my father is an entrepreneur. Um, he has been uh, a businessman for a very long time. Um, actually, he started his first um, his first adventure when I was probably still a two-year-old or a one-year-old. So I've always had someone um, at home with whom I could talk to on regarding uh, entrepreneurship. And I've always seen this, this figure, which is, of course, my father, um, who's constantly thinking about solving problems or constantly brainstorming ideas. And so probably that's where I got this, this instinct to solve problems. Um, of course, at the time, I was looking into mobile development because um, it's one area which I really love. Um, so basically, everything happened at the same time, everything um, led me to this to solving this problem. Yeah, this is really interesting because uh, yeah, it yeah. shows that if entrepreneurship is around you in, in the home, then it can spur these ideas, and you look at the world slightly differently because you're constantly looking for problems to solve. And obviously, having an app or building an app is like you know it's great. It's a great. Uh, thing to get involved with. Um, so, so is this your yeah, um, is this your full-time thing now? Or is it more of a side project for you at this stage? No, it's, it's actually um, my full-time thing, yes. Uh, I started um, as a part-time, but now I'm, I'm full-time on, on childhood, yes. Okay, that, well, now that this is great because this is the transition. There's a lot of people listening to this now who uh, have not yet made the transition to work on something like an app full-time. Let's talk about how you transitioned into doing this full time. 
Yeah, so um, there are a couple of um, things you have to keep in mind when taking this decision. You know, entrepreneurship is not simply... Because probably many people think of entrepreneurship as being the next Steve Jobs or um, the next Mark Zuckerberg. Um, entrepreneurship is, is quite hard. It, it's very difficult. Um, it's very stressful. Um, but it's a, a nice way of living because it, it's, it helps you accomplish things which you previously never thought you could. Um, so at the time, I... I I started working on this full time around six months ago. Um, my son was um, just six months old, actually, um, wow. and then I was yes, yes, he was six months old. Um, and then I was talking to my wife, and I asked her about the app because, of course, she she's heard a lot about the app. Um, we talked some more, and then we realized that this is something which is worth um, pursuing. You know, because our reasoning was that if I don't uh, pursue this this adventure or, or this um, this app, um, probably I will regret it um, whenever I when I when I grow up. Right? You know, I've heard that before, and it, it's just fascinating. First of all, it's very inspirational, I have to say, Luke, because you have a young boy, uh, yes. your son, and. Uh, a lot of people would find that as an excuse not to do things, but you realize that you've, you've got to do it, you know, for the sake yes. of, of uh, you know, living up to his expectations. So uh, what, what um, was there any, anything that helped you? Like, was there any metrics in the app or uh, any like potential funding that you got or something that, that helped you? Or, or was it just a case of saying, I know this is going to work. I'm, I'm going to have to go for it. Yeah, actually um, we have, Always bootstrap so far. Um, we haven't received a lot of funding. I mean, it's very, very little, the little funding that we have um, received. And yeah, basically, what happened is that I thought this is the right time to go for it. As I said, I didn't want to grow up and realize that. I had this this potential. I had a huge potential with this idea, and having not pursued it, um, probably I wouldn't be able to live with that. Um, but and Luke, did, is, Luke, did you have to leave a job for it? Did you? Yes, uh, that, yes, that makes it hard, huh? Yes, in fact, um, and I had been married for around um, a year and a half at the time. Of course, I had the mortgage I had to pay. Um, you know, so I wasn't in the best financial positions you can be. Um, so I had a full-time job, I, I um, resigned from my full-time job and I started bootstrapping together with my co-founder on this, this app. Um, of course, it's, uh, I, I realize and I know that it's a, a huge move, um, but if I really want this to succeed, I have to have these huge moves along, along the way, otherwise, um, without taking risks, I don't believe that um, one can achieve without taking any risks. Well, Luke, uh, Luke, I have to say that this is so exciting and very inspirational because I want to appeal to everyone listening right now uh, who hasn't made that transition. 
I bet they haven't got the circumstances you have. And yet you've been brave enough to go ahead and, and just try it because you know that this is... Uh, life is made on these taking these risks, and uh, life is w- worth more living when you are you're doing something that you love, you have the passion behind, and and you don't have a boss to to yeah. yeah so yeah. Um, I'm going to appeal to everyone now. If you're thinking about doing something, look at Luke. He's done it. Why? Uh, it shows that anyone could do this. Yeah, anyone, anyone. At the time, um, my wife was still during her maternity leave, so that makes it even harder. Um, because we didn't have any source of income at the time. And as I said, I had the mortgage to pay. I just had a son who was six months old. So um, financially, as I said, it was very difficult, very, very difficult. Um, but taking this, this risk, um, because I really believed in the, in the app, was probably the best decision I, I ever took. Of course, it's not... Um, it, it's not a very wonderful story. I mean, along the way, there were many stressful days, many stressful nights, um, lack of sleep. So, I mean, it's it's quite a quite a difficult. Yeah. Um, so, but, so, but, so what, what what have you learned from this whole experience then uh, that you could perhaps help anyone listening who wants to go through a similar thing? Uh, you know, like in terms of where did you focus your time? Did you waste time on certain things? Give us some guidance. Yeah, so um, in terms of taking the decision to to follow your dreams, um, the first thing I would say was is to definitely go for your dreams. Um, do take opinions from your friends and from your family, but ultimately um, I believe that everyone should go for their dreams. Um, you never know what might happen. Um, some some people some people I know had idea A in their mind. They went for it, and suddenly idea B cropped up, and that's when they became successful. So that's that's uh, that has to do with with making your this decision to go full time. Um, one thing which I really learned um, during this time is to focus. On a particular methodology. Now, I don't. I'm not sure if you've heard of Eric Ries and the Lean Startup methodology. Yes. Um, so that's that's one of the um, methodologies which I I like to follow closely. Um, initially, I did not start using any methodologies. So what what what, what happened was we had this idea. Um, we thought that this product should be this way and we're starting developing it that way. When we realized that now was the time um, to show our app, then we had our beta launch, we launched the, the product and we gave it to our very first customers. And then that's when we realized that there were some features which they did not want, right? And so what I really advise um, other entrepreneurs to do is to come up with a very basic MVP, a minimum viable product, right? So come up with an MVP and during the time when you're developing the MVP and when I'm talking about the MVP, I'm, I'm really talking about the very basic stuff. So if you're talking about an app, in our case, for sharing these private um, moments, 
And it could have been like a simple website, showing a simple video and showing what the app does, right? Um, so what I advise others to do is to come up with the MVP and at the same time, start talking to your very first customers, even if you don't have a product. Because that's when you start getting feedback, that's when you start iterating, um, and you have a base of where to start off, right? Um, that's unfortunately one of the things we didn't do. Um, we developed our pro our beta version um, for like six months uh, on a part-time basis, and after six months, that's when we started getting out our um, when we started reaching our first customers, and which proved to be a bit too late. Yeah, yeah, and Luke, I was going to ask. Uh, so you're you've launched both of your apps now. How, how's it going, and uh, how's the marketing of the apps going? Yeah, so we've launched um, both apps. Um, our Android application is currently in, in beta, um, but our our iOS application is not. We've just launched. I think it was uh, a week and a half ago on on iOS. Um, looks pretty good. Looks pretty good. Um, unfortunately, as I said, we're bootstrapping. We don't have that much to to market the app. We don't have a lot of funding to, to market the app. So we're relying. Um, we're heavily relying on um, on the word of mouth. Um, uh, yeah. And currently, yeah, that, actually, Luke, that's one of the biggest uh, challenges I think app developers have is that uh, getting noticed, getting attention in the app store. Now we know that Apple. Uh, give you some uh, like uh, extra um, ASO app store optimization during the first week, uh, yeah. but but uh, would you did, did you do anything during the first week that you've learned that's a good launch strategy? I'm guessing that it sounds like you you put it on the app store and then just hope for the best. Yeah, um, we actually had a few. I mean, basic stuff like we had we had some newsletters, we had some. Um, we had some blogs which we still actually need to to upload, and we had a good presence on on social media, and we had um, a good number of um, users who were interested in our application. Um, so that's when we started contacting these people, telling them about the application, and then of course they were downloading the application. Um, in terms of actual marketing, like ads and stuff like that, unfortunately we haven't done anything. Um, but that's why I, I said actually before that you have to have a good um, base of, of customers. Um, you start working on your customers, um, you start building on your relationship, um, you try to turn them into loyal customers so that when you actually launch your product, you have um, a number of ambassadors for your application, which can help in spreading the word of mouth. Um, Around uh, in the first week of May, we actually attended a conference in the US um, called Collision Conference. And, uh, and that's when we had a lot of um, very positive feedback. And we received a lot of positive feedback. I think we had around like 200, 250 of um, potential uh, users who were interested in our iOS application. Um, of course, it helped us get some more exposure. 
So let me thank who I think is the planet's best app store optimization company, and that is GummyCube. Now, GummyCube are a San Francisco-based company, but they can deal with you wherever you are. They are an app store optimization technology company. Now, they leverage big data from the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store, and they use this to feed their algorithms, which helps you to be more effective with search on the App Store. Now, one of the biggest discoveries they've made over the last few years is that web search and mobile search are completely different. So they collect big data, it's called DataCube, and this is from the app stores, not the web search. Uh, so this means that you can be much, much more effective with optimizing your apps uh, for the Google Play Store and the Apple App Store. So I highly recommend going and checking them out. It's www.gummycube.com, G-U-M-M-I-C-U-B-E, gummycube.com. And just thank you, Gummycube, for being such a great supporter of this show. So I have a highly relevant sponsor. They're called Apptentive and they will help you get the best reviews for your app. Now, don't just take my word for it because here is one of their clients uh, they, who has uh, given a quote, uh, all recipes who have uh, apps in the App Store, this is what they say, Apptentive has given us a way to see our customer feedback and to respond directly to the user giving the feedback, uh, which allows us to have a two-way conversation with our app users. This dialogue is significant because it makes our users know that their feedback is taken seriously and shapes the conversation in a way that's positive for both of us. Go and check it out. You get a free consultation by going to www.apptentive.com. Thank you very much to Apptentive for supporting this show. So go and get a free consultation by going to www.apptentive.com forward slash app guy. That's all lowercase. And thank you very much to Apptentive for supporting this show. So, Luke, there's two more things we do on this show before I say goodbye to you. One is that we love to find out if there's any tools or any uh, resources that you've found along the way uh, that have really helped you out. And, uh, yeah, so have you got any recommendations for a tool or uh, tips for uh, anything that's really helped you? Yeah, so one thing which really helped me is actually listening to um, podcasts um, of other entrepreneurs because um, you hear of real experiences. You don't hear of the good um, which has happened in someone's um, entrepreneurial um, adventure. You hear of the real life experiences. They talk about the good aspects and the bad aspects. And that can, can teach you a lot. Um, of course, um, there are also other books which I, um, I love to read. Like, for example, this um, The Lean Startup Methodology by Eric Ries. Um, it's one of those books which really um, had influence on, on how childhood um, grows and, and maneuvers. That, that's wonderful. You know, you reminded me of when I le first left my uh, city job and uh, I turned to podcasting and it was just great because it uh, not, not mainstream media just seems to uh, just be full of... Um, just entertainment, but but podcasting gives real life uh, sense of what's going on out there. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Luke, there's uh, the final thing is that you you've got a smartphone there, uh, an iPhone somewhere. I just wondered if you had one or two apps that you tend to use that could be good recommendations for the show that may not we may not have come across before. So, what what one or two apps do you you use? Yeah, um, so I tend to use LinkedIn quite a lot. Um, because um, one thing which I have learned 
during this um, this adventure is the the importance of having great connections. So LinkedIn is is a, a good app. So to build on your connections. Yeah, how do you use LinkedIn then? How are you approaching and meeting people on LinkedIn? Yeah, um, so basically it's contacting people is not, it's not easy. Um, you have to remember one thing. Um, if you contact this very important person, um, for you it's just a one-way communication, but for that important person, he probably has around 200 or 100 messages every day. So it's very, very difficult um, to stand out, right? Um, what, I, what I suggest is coming up with different um, hacks, if I may, to, to, communicating with the, to communicate with these, with these people. Um, in my case, um, I was fortunate enough to have two great advisors, um, and I used um, their profile and to go through their contacts and see um, how I can help them and how they can help me. So that's that's uh, that's how I used um, LinkedIn. Yeah, and I was actually using their app. It is getting better, I must say, their app, LinkedIn. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I had a nice moment because um, I, I reached a sort of milestone of uh, several thousand um, connections. I can't quite remember how many, uh, but I overtook my wife, who's been on it a lot longer. So uh, it was uh, there, yeah. there is a feature yeah. somewhere where you can see how many connections you actually have. And, yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. Yeah, that, uh, doing doing content marketing and podcasting has really helped. So uh, that's LinkedIn. And, yeah, yeah, and the second app which I uh, I use day I use daily and I really love is actually called Asana. Um, which is this task management tool. Um, I find it to be um, really easy to use. Um, it has great um, potential. It, it's really fast. Um, I use it on my um, iPhone and I use it also on, on, on desktop as well. Um, and it helps me keep everything in order, you know, the tasks I have to do, meetings I have, calendar appointments I have, important files which I need to store. So that, that comes in really handy. Great. Well, Luke, uh, two great recommendations. I, I suggest anybody uh, who, go, who um, is interested goes to uh, episode 345 uh, of theappguy.co. It's www.theappguy.co. Look for uh, Luke Agus on there and, it's, um, and you'll see links to you and the things that we've mentioned. And it just leaves me to say, Luke, how do we reach out and connect with you? What's the best way of getting in touch? Yeah, so I'm basically on all um, social, uh, on all basic social networks. I'm on Twitter. I'm on my Twitter handle is um, Ajus Luke, A G I U S Luke. Um, I'm also on Facebook. You can find me by by my name, Luke Ajus. Um, again, you can search me on LinkedIn using my name. So yeah, I'm, I'm on all um, popular social media. Great. Well, Luke. It's honestly it's so inspirational. It's what again the reason I do this show is to meet people like you uh, because you remind me of the decision that I had to make uh, all those years ago, and uh, it's tough. But I'm so it's thankful. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm so thankful yeah. you kind of shared it with us, and uh, and you're doing well. So thanks for coming on the show. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks very best. much, Paul. Yeah. All the 
www.gummycube.com That's G-U-M-M-I-C-U-B-E.com Who are the world's best app store optimization company and I highly recommend uh, using them to improve the optimization of your apps and help them get discovered in the app store and use their algorithms and their data cube from the Google Play Store and the Apple App Store. So www.gummycube.com and thanks to Gummycube for being such a great supporter of this show. So let me remind you that this episode has been sponsored by Apptentive. Now you can go and sign up for a free mobile app consultation by going to apptentive.com forward slash app guy. That's all lowercase apptentive.com forward slash app guy. All you need to do is complete a form and what they'll do is they will evaluate uh, an overall app experience and information about how Apptentive can increase your app's ratings and reviews. So go to www.apptentive.com forward slash app guy, get that free consultation and thank you Apptentive for supporting the show. So I've got some really exciting news. Uh, the App Guy podcast has been nominated for the International Podcast Day Gratitude Award. Uh, this is an award that is presented uh, in conjunction with uh, podcast reviews. And I've had the founder on the show, in fact, uh, quite a number of episodes ago. So this International Podcast Day Gratitude Award uh, needs your help. Uh, if you have left me a review or if you have not left a review yet, it doesn't matter. Just go to iTunes or Stitcher and tell me how this podcast has made an impact on you. And what the uh, review panel do is they go through uh, the reviews uh, over the um, period of assessment and they look to see who has made the biggest impact with their audience so if you have had any impact with uh, listening to this show if it has made a difference to you uh, go to uh, you can go to the appguy.co and just hit the subscribe button on itunes to find the link or you can just search through google uh, and you can leave a review a review on itunes or a review on stitcher and that's how the podcast reviews panel assess and if they feel like it's made a big impact, then they will award uh, the App Guy podcast, the International Podcast Day Gratitude Award. So I need your help. Please do it. It will be so much fun to have that hanging on my wall. And uh, I need all your help. So I really appreciate it. Go and do it now uh, because the deadline is the 30th of September. And so time is pressing. But thanks very much. And I'm sure I'll be delivering another episode to you very shortly. <laughs>